Get in, loser. We're going adventuring. Hi, this is Daphne, your friendly audience surrogate. When we left our heroes, Rosalind Franklin Jones, also known as Personalized Medicine, was getting back to her private life. Her business is using her goo-granted powers to de-age wealthy older men, then putting the mad stacks of money into various grey market environmental causes, using the dark web financial talents of her rat companion Ramirez. That was a very strange sentence I just said, and we now return to the action already in progress. Everything goes fine. The money gets transferred. Ramirez immediately changes it into seven different forms and, and spreads it out over the dark web. He looks so damn gleeful while he's doing it. Oh my goodness. Just little little rat dances that are very much <laughs> akin to what Rocket Raccoon looks like through most of the uh, Guardians mm. of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just had this image of, like, again, sunglasses rat with the <laughs> cigarette out, putting, putting, putting pistol fingers up. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. No, no, he's got he's got his half moon glasses on for this. This is this oh, is, yeah, this is it, the yeah. precision work. He's got he's got like the, the little like green visor. Yeah, but but you know once he's about twelve hours in, he has to like uh, switch the screen so that it's you know black background with white letters and kick the font size up and uh, <laughs> yeah. <Tough. laughs> switch the keyboard over from QWERTY to Dvorak so that it's easier it's to, to use. Mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's better it's better for the ergonomics. You know you you wouldn't want to get a repetitive stress injury. Yeah, at least as a rat, it's always a standing desk. <laughs> it's always a walking desk. That's right. <laughs> I found your family small, Kenny. <laughs> I, I don't like Kenny anymore. Your family's too small. Excellent. That all happens. You go in for the first treatment. I mean, everybody's weird because, like, this is always, like, there's always a lot of tension, right? But you, you know that you can just take everybody, and, and they don't know that. Yeah. Uh, they they do they do pat you down for weapons. And you're just like sure, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then you, you begin all the. And all I'm the I'm all I'm all dressed up, right? I've got my white coat. I've got my mm-hmm. hair doing something that you know it's all going in the same direction and. Right. I'm I'm got, looking. Got scrubs. Right. 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 And you're just you know, I, 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 to I, yourself. I've got a freaking stethoscope. Oh man, that's it then. Okay. <laughs> that's how you know I'm serious. Okay, the first treatment goes pretty well. Of course, that, that's but the real you, one, right? I was going to say, when you say the first treatment, you mean, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's the real one, and, and, and you know it takes. Uh, in fact, let's go ahead and do a skill roll. Ha-ha! Oh, wow, Pretty dice! Safe. I know. <gasps> <gasps> All right. In, in the history, you realize that he has a, a lot of, you know, like, old people diseases. Mm-hmm, right, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 so like what you're doing is you're undoing a lot of different things. So let's go ahead and do the skill roll. So that's that's three d six, and I'm rolling thirteen under, right? That's correct. All right. And you have you have heroic action points to throw at this if necessary. Very good. <laughs> I roll a four. Excellent. So yeah. <laughs> I I fix I fix the hell out of him. I even fix his you know carrier status for various genetic diseases. So <laughs> God forbid he goes off and has kids, they won't have Neiman Pick and cystic fibrosis. It's freaking amazing. I don't know what Neiman Pick is, and I'm now I'm afraid to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it. <laughs> every time, every time I Google something that I got a little flyer in the mail that the daycare had running around, <laughs> oh, I, I regretted it. <laughs> if untreated, children's limbs can fall off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My no, sister... I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about. Perhaps you would like a Google image search. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Get a prep for that. My nephew asked my sister one day when he was about five, what's the worst disease you could get? And my sister put it on Facebook. Yeah, nice. And, and I gave him many, many answers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was, yeah. Well, because there's so many, and they're so bad. Oh, yes. In so the, many the different running, ways. The running internet joke is it's cancer AIDS. Like, that's it. 
No matter what you think it is. It's an answer of like the the thing which is the worst thing. Like, oh my god, like I pricked myself with a needle and I was immediately sure that I'd given myself yeah. cancer AIDS. Both even, both of my elbows itch, it must be the cancer AIDS. Exactly. Yeah. Even stuff even stuff like uh like like pink eye that's really not life threatening. Yeah. You know, but you're is. like, I wonder if my kid has pink eye, what should I be looking for? And you do a Google search for pink eye, conjunctivitis, <laughs> and it's just the worst of the worst cases. Right. Of course, Where like of course. you know, just the eyeball is falling out and you're just like <laughs> Put what? Stop. Step one: Put his eyeball back in. Yeah. Stop, why are you doing yeah. this? Like, <laughs> or why like, did you pause to take a picture? Why weren't you just putting yeah. his eyeball back in? Or, Step or one: like, Place eyeball in clean styrofoam yeah. cup with some ice. Yeah. Step two: oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Photograph patient has impedigo of the nipples. Like he just. No! Stop. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with people? <laughs> Bodies are gross. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know how you walk around with those things. That's right. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you start the second treatment, and let's go ahead and lay it out. So you you are in a um, hotel mm-hmm. near a hospital. There's mm-hmm. hotel bed. You're on the 13th floor with a nice <laughs> little view of – yeah, exactly. <laughs> a nice little view of Louisiana. Of course, it's 12A because this is Louisiana, and there is no – Horrible, no superstitious 13. stupidity that they will not embrace fully. The hospital I worked in didn't have an OR 13. You could get operated on you room know, 12 and room 14, but not 13. I am actually okay with being a little bit superstitious about surgery, right? Because there is just a little luck involved with that. Well, th- that and just if, if the patient... If the patient doesn't is, feel it. That's the thing, too. Yeah. Indulge them, right? Yeah. Anything you do to ease the stress... Of yeah. the situation, they'll heal better. Yes. You're on OR six sixty six. It's gonna go great. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Just look at it upside down. Fine, it's nine nine nine. We're all set. Sideways, it's e e e. Which is what you're gonna say. So it's great. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing the little like fussing with things and poking him with stuff to make him feel like things are actually happening. And you know he's getting better already. You're... This, I got this IV bag of normal saline that I put B vitamins right. into, so it's this exciting bright yellow color. And maybe it's got a little bit of Demerol in it, too, so you feel good when it goes in. Outstanding. In fact, yeah. I would like one of those personally. <laughs> I think all of us could use one of those. <laughs> They're like a, like, a, like a loot crate, like once a month, they just go ahead and send me one of those. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm terrified by how much that's not the worst idea ever heard. <laughs> B vitamins and Demerol. Oh man. I... What you drinking? Let <laughs> oh. me go back to Charles and Akbar drinking out of the cups at the same time. <laughs> Montage scene. And you get a you get a phone call, and it's 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 like like Tank in the Matrix. They cut the hard line, get out. R- Ramirez is like, there are a lot of Mormons coming toward your building. I uh. So roll perception. Kind of. Sl- All right. Oh, and I will tell you what you see in the room. Outstanding. I roll a seven. Okay. Uh, you are in a room full of medical equipment, and an old guy who's getting better. Behind you. No way. Now feeling. I'm just you getting don't there. Say. <laughs> That's what a seven roll gets me. <laughs> I, I'd hate to see a fourteen. <laughs> you might be breathing. <laughs> you're pretty you, sure you're indoors. <laughs> you may, and don't hold me to this, have a heart that is pumping blood. Oh my god. Okay, so um behind you and suddenly feeling kind of loomy. Uh, is an orderly that would that actually kind of helped him in and helped him set things up. But he's actually a big dude, mm-hmm. and you realize that you don't hear the elevator dinging the way you usually do. Um, All right. What do you do? What is your character's speed, by the way? Four. Okay, so the way we're going to do this is she's going to get two actions, and everyone else is going to get one, and then she's going to get two actions, and everyone else is going to get one. Cool. Um, I slap my pocket. I pull yep. out a pager, and I say. Oh man, I gotta take this and okay. walk briskly out of the room. All right. Um, the guy like steps in front of you and says, "I I need you to wait a little. I need you to wait until this is done." I gotta go right now. Excuse me. This is an important call. He does not move. I try to step around him. 
Uh, he stays in the way. He, he he has the look of someone who is like, okay, like we've we've completed the part where we both know we're serious. Yeah. Stun him. Stop. <laughs> Do it. I'm gonna try one. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try one more time. All right. Uh, what what is the way you like like politely or impolitely? Politely, but increasingly assertively. So. Do a presence attack. Oh yeah. So what's your presence? My presence is 18. All right. Uh, My presence is 13. So that'd be 3d3d6 plus one half, right? Oh yes, that's right. Okay. So So. my my 3d6 is five nine, and then my bonus is three divided by two, and we round round up. Round up. up. Okay. So that's 11. All right. Uh, You are unable to intimidate him out of your way because that is not a very good presence attack. I am not doing well with the presence attacks. Okay. All right. Uh, what is what is his reaction? He's just he's just staying in your way. He's obviously trying to delay you. Yeah, I can't waste any more time here. I'm going to stun him. Okay, roll OCV versus DCV three. He's super not ready for this. All right. Seven. All right, you hit. Yeah. What does your stun attack do? Uh, it is blast twelve d six stun only. Excellent. Roll twelve d six. All right. That's three, six, nine. Wow, that's a lot of dice. It is. That's part of the fun. Mm. <laughs> Whoa, one went on the floor. Okay. Let's... Ah. All right, let's see. That's one, two, four, six, eight, ten, thirteen, sixteen, nineteen, twenty-two, twenty-six, thirty-one. Excellent. Uh, he, he drops like a shot, obviously. God, I would think so. Yeah, 21 stuns enough. For most I mean, no, he's a pretty tough guy. Like, he actually had 30 stuns. Just, wow. You know. Well, you start with 20, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why you, that's why you needed all those dice, is so you could actually stun somebody successfully uh, regularly. Am I getting a super vibe off of him? No, he's just a big, just, just just a big, a big tough guy. guy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like one and a half times as much as the default, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's, um, the guy, he's the guy they picked to carry a bunch of stuff and get in your way. I walk briskly out of the room. Okay, so you have a moment. You have to make a plan now. Because you are a conspicuous human right now. But also, they don't want to raise too much of a fuss. But also, this is Louisiana. Right. I'll just... More that, that, yeah, you can get away with a little more with you have money in Louisiana than you can in other places. Where's Ramirez right now? Uh, offsite. Excellent. That was, uh, that's how he knew. He's one of the drones. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure if he was offsite or in the next room over. Eh, that's too close. Yeah. And where's, and where, where's my uh, van right now? Uh, the van is in the hotel parking lot. You will have to dish some equipment, which they think is much more important than it actually is. Yes, <laughs> this is true. Um, what, what what is it with this campaign and losing our vans? <laughs> what is it with everybody in this campaign having a van? <laughs> I think all of us are, are longing for hashtag van life, <laughs> so that we can do stand up paddleboard yoga. Um, mm, that sounds nice. Sup yoga. Is this hotel laid out in the standard way where there's an elevator well in the center and then wings that either end with an emergency stair exit? That is exactly how it is laid out. Is there a window at the end of each hall? There certainly is. All right. Um, I walk down in the direction that my that in the direction let, of let the window. Let me ask you a different different question mm-hmm. before you get started on that. What what if anything do you grab from the room? I don't think I grab anything. Okay. My car keys. The old dude. I'm asking, like, or, or like, you know, like, you know, a, a crowbar that I keep underneath the hospital bed, right, or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> which, which I would allow because you know you're worried about this sort of thing. Right. Yeah. No. I'm. I, I'm. I am carrying various crap in my pockets, as always. Scrubs are not, okay. you know, ideal for that, but. Right. But I've, I've also got the, the the white coat. Yes. Yeah. I make. I've, I've got my keys. I've got my phone. I've got, you know. A pad mm-hmm. of paper, a flashlight. I've got some snacks because sure. I'm a prepared kind of a gal. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all. Okay. All right. So you, you stride briskly down the hall. The James down Bond the hall. music plays behind you. 
Yeah, I'm 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 walking. I'm looking out the window. I want to see what the situation is around my van. Uh, there's definitely three guys standing in front of your van, like looking like they're standing next to your van. Someone, Excellent. someone has a plan because it's not like they had four guys show up and be like, you know, Mr. Guido would like to see you now, right? Like, like there's there's, no, there's, there's converging there's... Mormons and there's like some guy who was there to kind of delay you, and then there's people like, hey, watch her van and the whole nine yards. Right. Okay. Um. I get in the emergency exit stairwell. I go down yep. two stories, okay. and then I get off on 11, and I go across yes. to the opposite end to the other uh, to the other end of the building. Yes. While I'm doing that, um, I'm asking Ramirez what the hell's going on. He says, uh, I count, looks like about 13 total Mormons. God, they all look like Mormons, don't they? Anyway, 13 <laughs> Mormons, uh, kind of heavies. They're, they're wearing the, the jackets. I'm pretty sure it's racist. Well, I think the rat's racist. And his species is. I, I, think, I figure all people look the same to him, right? No, apparently not. Apparently all humans <laughs> look the same, That's and it's different. Or else he's just a dick. Like, that's also a possibility. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that guy's fake leg. <laughs> no, I really need it. <laughs> so, he's like, uh, yeah, so uh, I got, I, on the cameras, I got 13 separate, different faces. They all look Mormon. They all have, like, a black suit and a, and a tie of, of various non-threatening colors. Uh, three by the, the van, uh, two at the stairwell by you, and I see the other eight are coming up. Uh, there's, uh, they're coming up the elevators. Like, there's eight of them coming up. And then oh, one of them touched his ear. What'd you do? All right, so... Uh... When you say stair by you, do you mean the stairs by the van? Yeah, like, like a smart person. You park by the emergency exit next to the, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm going to come out the other door. What's, what's my exit, Tank? <laughs> huh. <laughs> nice. I don't even see the code anymore. Just <laughs> calico, tabby, <laughs> tortoise shell. <laughs> Those are... It's funny because like I'm a rat and they're a cat, so I'm kind of reaching up. That's all right. We all have our needs. <laughs> all right, I'm looking around. Uh, the van's good. I, I'm liking this because I'm constructing this whole headcanon of Ramirez watching internet cat videos in his downtime now. Oh my goodness, that's so perfect. <laughs> and like, and like, oh yeah, fall off that ledge. Oh god, yes. <laughs> are, are you touching yourself right now? <laughs> I'm a rat. Technically, I'm always touching myself. I don't wear clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like all right i got a i got a smoke bomb under the van hey, did i tell you about the smoke bomb under the van i don't think i knew about the smoke bomb under the van it must have slipped my mind anyway i got a smoke bomb under the van i'll set that thing off that should that should chase them off it'll give you a chance to jump in there and start driving there's five guys standing around there is it really going to drive them all off no it's three by the van two by the by the stairwell you're good so I have to get to the van by some means other than the stairwell. Well, it's no, because you're going out the other stairwell. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm coming. I'm coming out around the building, but there's nobody. Yeah. There's nobody between me and the van coming around that way. No, no, they, they didn't see that coming. So far, so good. All right. Also, they weren't expecting you to have a bunch of cameras piloted by a sentient rat. I don't know why not. I mean, it seems, seems like a standard precaution. Be prepared. So as I say this, I'm, I'm going across on eleven. I'm going down the other stairwell now. No problem. I'm gonna. Here's how this is gonna work. When you get to the van, I'm gonna ditch. I'm gonna ditch the last of this equipment, and I'm gonna meet you down the uh, down at the floor of the. Uh, uh, let's see where we even set up. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll meet you out in front of the Starbucks I'm sitting in. See, here's my theory. <laughs> the Mormons wouldn't go into the Starbucks, right? I don't know. They 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 got milk there. No, nah, it's too much. They wouldn't yeah. do it. It's it's true. The, the caffeine fumes might be too much. Mm-hmm. 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 It's too exciting for them. So about this time in the conversation, I'm probably getting down to, you know, second floor, first floor, getting close yes. to the exit here. So you're uh, kind of creeping along the uh, the side of the building. Now that you kind of know where they are, you're, you're watching sight lines. The other thing I'm doing is I'm transferring all the shit out of my white coat into pockets. I'm ditching the white coat. I'm good taking start. off my I'm taking off the scrub top and I'm wearing a T-shirt underneath. OK, good. I'm, yeah, I'm wearing my good. logo T-shirt underneath. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so for the listeners, describe the logo again. Uh, it's it's the upraised fist uh, holding a length of double strand double helix DNA. Perfect. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we're gonna make the we're, we're gonna make those up for the store so all eight of our listeners can buy one. Absolutely. 
Okay, you sneak along the building, give me a stealth roll, and if you don't have stealth, it'll be a straight dexterity check. All right. So nine, nine plus dex divided by five. I don't see stealth, so I'll do a dex check. Nice. Uh, let me find some dice. They're all the same color. Uh, that's a 15. That's a fail. Okay. Uh, do you uh, wish to spend but, any... Yeah, I'm going to throw some heroic action points at that. I need a 13 under. I'm going to spend two. Excellent. Two heroic action points later. Yeah. And so you almost step on that piece of glass that somebody threw out the window. Yeah. <laughs> But manage to catch yourself and avoid spraining your ankle. Yes. It's about a just just a, a one phase run from the edge of the building to your van. Okay. And Ramirez says, "Say when, boss." How fast is Ramirez compared? He's not as fast as I am. No, just set up the, uh, the smoke bomb. Excellent. No, he's fine. He's just he's in yeah. Starbucks. He's just he's just watching the monitors and and making fun of you. It's <laughs> uh, about so probably about uh, a f- full phase. So probably about the time I emerge, because it's going to need time to start kicking out smoke yep. and enough time for yep. people to get pissed off enough to actually react to it. Yeah. So like once you see the van, you're going to be like, okay, yes, now's the right Now, one. yeah. Yeah. All right, you got it, boss. Oh, yes, excellent, he says, like way too fast. <laughs> are you paying attention to this, or are you like watching a football game in there? <laughs> no, no, I finally beat that free cell that's been kicking my ass the past two weeks. Oh, God, Damn that's it. satisfying. Focus, Focus, Ramirez. Focus. Oh, so good. What? There's smoke everywhere. Stop bothering me. I can't even see anything. You can't see anything. Are they leaving? I don't know. Like that's what smoke is. <laughs> don't you have so like smoke van. vision drones or something? It's the van. It's like like it's like a battlefield smoke thing. Like there is just billowing <laughs> smoke. Like like tactical smoke at the level where like somebody set. It's it, it's. <laughs> He can't even describe it. It's so awesome. <laughs> Ramirez, it, it where the hell did you get this thing? I bought it from a vapor. <laughs> <laughs> Seems legit. So, so they're backing off, they, and they're like covering their mouths and everything. Right, like right. Really worried, right? Uh, you have a straight line to the van at this point. Outstanding. I go, I go for it. Yeah, so you run over, it's, it's just a run action. Uh, one of the guys sees you and starts moving towards you. The other two are just not not functioning. Uh, and, and puts himself between you and the van. I'm going to use my stun. Absolutely. OCV once again. All right. I roll a nine. Okay, you hit, uh, which is good, because he was holding, a, he was holding a, a little stun gun in his hand. <laughs> Turnabout's fair play. Absolutely. All right, roll damage. All right. Giant pile of dice. That looks like a lot of numbers. Let's see. That's an 11, so that's a 21. A dozen and or so numbers. And that's a 31, and that's a 36, and that's a 39, and that's a 44. He bounces off the car and lands on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Spectacular. And you, I, uh, you... I, I don't even pause to admire my work. I just get in and drive the hell off. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> yes, I, so I, the, I... The van unlocks, right? Chirp, chirp. And I was like, what the shit? And you're hopping in, push the button, floor it. <laughs> Leaving a trail of smoke behind me. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, because that's it. Like, so you come out of the smoke, right? And they're just, yeah, the, the right. air trail, like, just <laughs> comes following you. And it's still billowing and kind of, it kind of stops as you get moving. Which is good, because at that point, it actually kind of becomes a liability. You know, yes, it makes the car easy around. to follow, right? Absolutely. Well, also, to some degree, once you're three blocks away, you're good. Right, because mm-hmm. there's only so much they can chase you without getting noticed. Right. I mean, the the, Mor- the Mormon church is powerful, but uh, <laughs> this is this is a Mormon town church. Yeah. They're a little disenfranchised out here. Absolutely. Which is good. You go a few. Yeah, exactly. You go a few blocks out. You you pick up Ramirez, who hops into the van, which is, by the way, clutching an espresso. Adorable. So adorable. Like, yeah, a little cat-sized espresso. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, they, they have those little four-ounce paper cups there. That's, like, Absolutely. perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, like, holding Child it above. Size so rather than hopping out, he's, like, holding it above his head, jogging out of the, out of the Starbucks. <laughs> he's got a little tray with four of them. <laughs> he's, like, want a coffee? It's his camouflage. It's like he's holding it above his head so nobody notices him. <laughs> Nothing to see here. He pushes the button, like, the side door panel door comes open. He, he slides it in and then jumps in behind it. <laughs> <laughs> then jumps up and smacks the button to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And you go driving off into the sunset. Another satisfied customer. That's right. And, and does does he pay the second half? 
Oh, he does not. That is not a thing that happens. Yeah, you know. Oh, wait. No, let me think about that. Yeah, yeah, he does. Because he's just that much of a pissant. No, because he's afraid you'll come back and flip a switch. Which, you know, he doesn't necessarily know you can or can't do. Right. So he's just going to... Does he know that the church was after me? Uh, He doesn't know anything, necessarily. Yeah. So so what do I find out about this? Where, Where... where, where did the where did the plan fall apart? Okay, so you, you go driving. Um, you have no idea what was up with this. Like th- this appears to be a private thing. He he wanted you for some reason up to him. Like Ramirez mm. is digging, and he's like, wait. I mean, he's a garden variety asshole. Right. Um, and so that's kind of your answer to some degree. Yeah, but it's it's like outside of his sort of behavioral profile that we'd put together. Because yeah. when we're trying to vet people, we're trying to rule out the people who are going to be that kind of garden variety asshole. Or, or or have access to tools of organized violence. Yes. Yes. So apparently he got together with somebody. Uh, or he just decided to change how he acted. Or he was desperate. So this is concerning, but I'm not quite sure what we, uh, what we do differently other than lay low for a while and listen. And you get a message from him through, through the old burned mailbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it actually is requesting a virtual meet. Fool me once, shame on you. Virtual. Like, 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 <laughs> Fool me actually, three times, you're all fired. Well, and it's and it's on Second Life of all hilarious things. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's still a thing. Was that ever a thing? It would have been Eve Online, but his faction got nailed. Nice. Fucking <laughs> oh. Eve Online. In <laughs> fact, you know, I could imagine Second Life being a bigger thing because <clears throat> the the, oh, it's the huge nation, in the Mormon community. Well, the nation is so screwed up that people are esca- looking for escapist Escape fantasy, right? Yeah. Virtual reality, second life. It's just a terrifying concept. So many furries. <laughs> furries all the way down. Uh, right about that time, uh, also, Charles gets in touch with you because he wants to uh, have that conversation previously referenced while you're on the road from Louisiana headed towards someplace. Where would a safe house be? Pick a state. Um, um, let's say, uh, let's say Southern Arizona. Oh. So that makes perfect sense, like, because you can just take, do a straight shot on the interstate's over, right? Yeah. Doing the ring roads around all of the unregulated Texas growth. <laughs> Good lord. Zoning laws are terrible. Oh, look, it's flooded. <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah, no, we, we tend to stay out of West Texas. The Wi-Fi is shit out there. That's right. Ramirez <laughs> likes to be connected. He, he gets twitchy. Yeah. I mean, he, he, can, he, can play, he can play video games for a while, but, you know. He's, he's in the back, like, with a little razor blade on the, uh, on the old pellet. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's, on, he's on his fourth <laughs> little shot of Starbucks d- double ristretto espresso. Oh, he's just swimming in it now. <laughs> We're stopping every 15 minutes so we can get out and pee. You think we're stopping? We're talking about drill, yeah. drilled a hole in the floor. <laughs> I was going to say, he's not asking to stop. I'm stopping because otherwise he's just going to pee on the rug. No, no, he's living the dream. <laughs> what was that What was that Williams and Sonoma thing where it was like $600 for cheese? It better be a truck backed up to my house. Yes. <laughs> you know, I bet Ramirez would order a $600 truck of cheese once in a while just to see what you did. <laughs> he pr- he probably order it, you know, delivered to 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 a complete stranger, and then send his drones to video their reaction. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, I com- you know that yes, he actually does do that. That's totally something he does. He's <laughs> got the money, right? Like, every every, well, every so often we have these conversations where I'm like, Ramirez, where'd that fourteen million dollars go? And he's like, <laughs> well, you know, ten million of it went to the Environmental Defense Fund and Earth First, and the uh, you know, save the trees people, and and what about the other four million? I blew Taxes. it all on hats. <laughs> Ramirez shakes his head and goes, you know, after the government takes their cut, there's just not that much left. Oh. oh. <laughs> so you are, 14 million won't get you as far as it used to. That's just tough, I know. It won't, <laughs> won't save quite as many whales as it used to save. That's true. You want to save... The thing is, you, you, can, you can only buy whales retail now, like all the wholesale outlets have been closed up. <laughs> Back when you could get them in a six-pack, it was a lot easier. 
especially because they were already chained together by those horrible <laughs> plastic six-pack plastic things. Oh Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> I was like, I need to make a plastic ring joke, quick! <laughs> Ramirez, plastic ring joke, stat! <laughs> uh, I don't know, my head's stuck in one. I'm, I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> the turtles. Hey, hey, did you know you could get stuck in one of these things? <laughs> you, just, you just see Ramirez like with three arms and three different little holes. Damn it! Is it okay that I'm enjoying this? <laughs> Quick, put on that video. The one of the cat jumping off the wall. <laughs> oh. <sighs> so, long story short, uh, Charles gives gives the phone call. Uh, yeah, too late. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Charles gives the aforementioned phone call after the debriefing. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Or it's, hey. well, so just, just, just so everybody's clear on this, it is not actually a phone call to the burner phone. There's, there's a Twitter hashtag, which is followed by a couple of handshakes on dark websites, all of which happens pretty fast, but you understand. Hey, this is Rosalind. Yes, I'd like to talk to you. Is this a good time? This is a fine time. I am, dri- I am driving through on a highway where there's nothing but t- cactus on either side. Okay, then. That narrows it down. <laughs> so how how has everything been for you? Oh, we know the usual. <laughs> I don't Work, know what the usual work's, is. Work's been busy lately. Got into okay. a little office politics, but I think it's all under control. Oh, that's good. And you? Uh, work's been busy a little lately, uh, but I've gotten into some of the usual office politics. Nice. <laughs> I really like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> So I was wondering if we could meet. What do you want to talk about? Things. We can do that. I want to see where you're at, and I want to I want to see where we're at, and if we can uh, come to an agreement, a little more formal agreement than uh, last time we talked. We were obviously under a, a bit of duress. Hopefully, let's, things are a little calmed down. Let's work out an agenda so that we uh, can meet and get done what we need to get done. We gotta make PowerPoint out of this. I'll call your people. <laughs> I figure we could web exit. <laughs> Can you hear me? Huh? No. Yeah. No. Oh, try this link. Mm-hmm. Oh. So what? What do you want to? Uh, what? What? What are we meeting about? Actually, I don't even remember what we're meeting about. I got distracted by your uh, your, your, your living dangerously in Louisiana plotline, which is totally cool. That's great. That worked out. I thought. Um, so that Have was I, actually that was actually part of the planned adventure, for the record. I didn't just no, I, well, no I, yeah. I fully understand that. Okay, uh, so the thing you were talking about was to formalize the confidential informant agreement, and then you want to find out what her powers are, and you were going oh, to that, exchange, that I, yeah, and you were going to exchange your information on what happened with the nuke, so that she okay. knows some idea of what's going on. All right, yeah, so that's, then, that's, the, that's quid the piece pro quo, and then yeah. yeah, and then each of you kind of wants to know more about what the other's up to. Uh huh. So. Um, I thought we may, might share notes on uh, the incident. That would be really good, actually. Okay. Um, do you have a, a place in mind? Uh, I can get to wherever you want me to get. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, so if there, if there is, if there is a, a location where you feel comfortable... Ramirez, who's listening in, uh, is swiping the... through on uh, Yahoo Maps because he yeah. he has an well, aversion to Google. Right. Yes. Yes. Of course he does. If he, there were du- if if DuckDuckGo Maps actually existed, he'd be using that instead. <laughs> He's using Lycos. Oh. He's doing Ask G- Ask Jeeves Maps. <laughs> Alta Vista. Ironically, all 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 of these have made a comeback in the uh, it, since since the Grey Goo event. It's wild and woolly these days. There's there's this sort of like early '90s retro fever sweeping America. That's great. As long as, long as the uh, the clothing continues to come back, I'm really excited yeah. about it. Hammer pants. <laughs> uh, so pads. Ramirez is, is uh, sweeping through on a like a touchscreen that's, that's next to you in, in the you know in the front seat, and then he uh, he finds a spot that's you know northern Arizona. Uh, like you know, like a high, like like a rest area or like a yeah yeah and just north of flag north of Flagstaff good spot like mm-hmm. calm lots of internet that kind of thing yeah and then it's, it's this place where he can hide a bunch of drones so that you know you, you have some idea what's coming yeah it's just down the way from a Starbucks <laughs> exactly 
All right, I give him, I give him the uh, the road directions mm-hmm. location. Is this a public location or is this like a middle of nowhere? Um, it's what would you prefer? Because like they both have their arguments. It depends. It depends on if you trust Charles more or if you trust the world more. And since you trust neither enormously, <laughs> you know <what> yeah. I mean? <laughs> Would Char- would Charles be comfortable meeting in a public area, or would Charles prefer to uh, to, to keep a low profile? Charles can wear a, a jumpsuit and a hat. You know what I mean? Like that's that's fine. Yeah, they keep. <laughs> he doesn't withstand close scrutiny, but like if he puts on a hoodie and a pair of jeans, he looks like a guy. All right. So he prefers cold, I guess, is where I'm going with that, which is why Northern Arizona and therefore higher up. Yeah, true enough. Yeah. Um. So how about this? Do you want to meet in Flagstaff, you know, or one of the suburbs proper, and just kind of hang out in one of the one of the parks or cafes or something, or do you want to like go like one rest one rest stop north into the the, the wilderness that lies between all western cities? Either one's okay from my perspective. If it would if it would build trust for Charles to to meet somewhere one on one rather than in a public populated yeah. place, then we can do that. Okay, then that's what you suggest. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Joe just has a picture of, of cyborg in, in, a, in a hoodie, and that's pretty much what the, what the look would be. Does 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 not hold up to close scrutiny. You know, you put some sunglasses on that guy, and he's fine. Dark sunglasses, nice. But you pretty much trust that Charles would not screw you. Yeah, and that and that's why I'm saying if if that is a if that's interpreted as a gesture of trust and openness, then let's go with that. You you think he wouldn't see it that way? So yeah. You can go ahead and present that. So yeah. So yeah. She, she suggests basically a rest stop like ten miles north of Flag. And Charles Somewhere agrees. He doesn't doesn't dispute it. Yeah. Somewhere between okay. Flagstaff and the south room of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. yeah. And it would be no trouble for Charles to you know catch a flight down to a military base and borrow a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, once again, to advance the plot, there is no particular difficulty driving for a day and a half to get where you're going. Uh, Ramirez uh, greets the return. Of uh, internet with a triumphant raid on Guild Wars. <laughs> uh, what do you want to do about this second life thing? What do you, what do you tell Ramirez you're thinking? I want to ghost this dude. I don't. I don't want any more to do with him. Okay, that's great. Uh, and then Ramirez takes all, any any of the additional money that showed up and, and again just spreads it to the far corners of the planet. Yeah, that that's the way to go. Um, I follow the newspaper, the Louisiana newspapers and Darknet a little bit closer for the mm-hmm. next few weeks to see if there's anything weird coming out of there. Sure. Uh, I, I'll have you roll a perception check uh, next time because there will be more consequences. All right. All right. Uh, so you and Charles meet. We're going to have you do this conversation. And then uh, as soon as you finish this conversation, the actual plot will start. So, um, Le gasp. I, I got you both in the same room at the same time. <laughs> so something is certainly going to take place north, north of Flagstaff. <laughs> and because it's a work. comic book, it can just happen to you and not think too much about, right, like what, what are the odds, etc. So that's how you roll in your white windowless man with rat pee trailing out the bottom. <laughs> in the dream. No, no dragon and unicorn mural? If you want, man, no. I'm on board for this. You can 3D print. You, you, as far as I'm concerned, you could stop at a van wrap place on the way. <laughs> that isn't even dumb. You know what I mean? Because like, what are the odds, right? Uh, oh yeah, there's a delivery van with a fucking dragon unicorn mural wrapped around it. I don't think that's our gal. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That is a total Ramirez move. Oh, it's got to be like got to be like in Grand Theft Auto, where it's one of those places you just kind of pull in, the garage door closes, garage door opens mm, like ten right, seconds and, later, and you roll out like a completely <laughs> different vehicle. Yeah, yeah. right. And, it, and it's a dragon and a unicorn, but it's like um, from Archer. The... <laughs> it's an ironic like... dragon and unicorn, and, and instead of breathing fire, the dragon is vaping. <laughs> You, uh, again, without incident, because, because your security is pretty good. Nobody's following you. Ramirez, like, every time you stop, will send a drone up to look around and, and then review the footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a little disturbed at how much he's enjoying this. On the other hand, what else does he have, right? <laughs> he's a rat. He, without a little rat buddy. <laughs> he, he seems to be perfectly content for the moment. He's doing all right. He's, he's got money to move around. He's got drones to play with. The, the important thing is, is to appreciate the situation as it's handed to you. 
and not wish for things you couldn't have. He's a stoic. And what you can have is a truckload of cheese delivered to your neighbor. <laughs> your, ve- your vegan neighbor. Yes, absolutely. Did you see the picture I posted? It was of, of, of Cyborg? No, the, right below the Cyborg. Oh my god! More pictures. Oh my god. And that's not even the worst one I did for a search for Van 70s painted. <laughs> that's great. All right, the two of you pull into the rest stop. It is uh, alone, because it, it's late at night and you're in a rest stop. What's that? Anyway, so, uh, yeah, Charles is pulling up in a, a black SUV. All right, <laughs> black government SUV. Yes. So you don't helicopter in? No, no, that, that would be too ostentatious. That'd be, that'd be over the top. I, I would have helicoptered in in a military helicopter if we were in the middle of nowhere. Right. We would be low-key. I'm not trying to draw attention. So a, a large black American SUV drives in, and you're like, well, there we go then, right? Yeah. It, yep. It's just a little too meticulous. It's a little too, you know... Clearly not a rental or somebody's personal vehicle. It's just it, it is it is very clearly it is clean. It has no identifying marks on it. It's yeah. got some kind of funny license plate. Yeah, it is got a radio antenna. Plus, it's kind of listing to the left because he weighs five hundred pounds. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so that was great. And it's not even terrible. It's like oh, this is a Fed running an errand. Like it, it's not even like it's that bad. There's a, there's enough no. of those in the world that even that is is cover in its own way. Maybe you're just a cop. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, he's dressed semi-casually, you know, uh, uh, jeans and a, and a aforementioned hoodie. Excellent. He did. I love the hoodie. <laughs> nice. I'm. But, uh, it's like a, but it's like an Air Force Academy hoodie. <laughs> well, that's even more perfect. I love that. That's adorable. <laughs> I really like that a lot. I'm waiting outside the van as uh, as as this SUV pulls up. Ramirez is inside. Yep. He's, There's a couple drones flying around. Charles notices yeah. them. It's not a big deal. It, he's he's not astonished to notice a couple of drones. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, who wants to start? It's like, well, we go in and we we sit down at one of the you know terrible little plastic tables. Yep. Picnic tables. Yeah. And uh, I find one that at least will support my weight. Yep. Good and, move. Uh, so Charles says, "You look well. How have you been?" It's been a busy week, but uh, I think things are coming back together. And you? Okay. I, I can't. I, I'm always busy, um, so I'm not going to pretend like I've had some downtime. But uh, no, it's, it, things, things have not gotten crazier than a week ago. Which is <laughs> about all I can ask for at this point. I, I, I now have enough distance on the events of a week ago that that I, I laugh a little at that. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's, Charles seems shocked that someone laughed at his joke, like like genuinely like oh. Okay, this is the thing that happens. <laughs> I hang out with a hyper-intelligent psychic rat as my main company. Very Did she little... say that? N- no. Okay. Because <laughs> she could, and he would, he would work with her. I'd roll with it. Right. But no, no, this is this is all um un- this is all under the water. Right. Yeah, but there there's there, there's probably a limit to the weirdness that I can. Easily accept, but the limit is fairly high. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I think the way this is going to work is uh, I'll say something and then you say something. Does that sound fair? That sounds like a good way to start. Okay. Um, we, with regards to the disease that I think we were both investigating, um, my people believe that it was nothing more than Legionnaire's disease. At least that is the official story. That's what I read in the paper, too. Yeah, I, I personally, and this is off the record, cannot guarantee that it was just Legionnaire's disease. But that is at least what we believe. So th- this is not part of the conversation, but this, mm-hmm. this statement concerns me deeply because this has been kind of eating, eating away at the back of, of my mind. So, uh, Joe, go ahead and roll perception for Charles. Okay. Um, and, and the way he's presenting it is it, it's like statistically there is a non-zero chance that it's not Legionnaire's disease. Not that he thinks, you right. know, conspiracy okay. theory. Well, remember, right. the way it was said to him was it's it's either that or something like that. And everybody right. got better, so whatever. Right. Uh, perception, i got to find it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have each of you roll um, presence attacks on each other the same way we did last time. Okay. I got 13 out of 13. Okay. 
Uh, she seems to really care about this, which is not in any way astonishing because she was there investigating it. Right. Mm-hmm. Her, her affect checks out. Okay, uh, we... both of you roll presence attacks on each other and see if either of you beat each other's presence. So and this is like, little... you, do, you do 3d6 and it's like body damage. Uh, well, you, it's 1d6 per 5 points of presence, right? Right, right. Well, okay, because th- I have 15 presence, so 3 Right, and we're going to compare it to each of your egos and see if, if you beat the other's ego. And it's just, you just add the dice up. Yes. Okay. I got a 10. Okay. I got a 14. All right, what is Charles's ego? My ego is 15. Okay, so the way this works is, and neither of you are trying, both of you are trying to manipulate the conversation, but neither of you is trying right. to particularly snow the other. But right. the way we're going to play this is, is that neither of you is able to get much past the other. Right. There's, there's okay. not, no, one, no one got a foothold right. in, either, in either direction. So we're going to role play this as you being appropriately, genuine, having actual some kind of like respect and appreciation of each other. But no, one, no one's going to give away any part of the store. Right. Okay. okay. Agreed. Okay, now we've got that structure for the conversation. And he will say, you know, our, our statistically... The odds are very good that it is Legionnaire's disease, but there is a non-zero chance that it was not. That's, that's how he will phrase it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That squares with what I saw when I was up there also. I was concerned it could be something else, some sort of new disease that people haven't seen before, but all of the evidence that I gathered seemed to point to it being Legionnaire's or something very much like that. Real quick time out. Um, yeah. I guess it's news to Joe Scheidel at this point, and yes. I've forgotten that yes. she actually was in the town. Uh, yeah, that's how you guys got together. Like she was. Oh, so uh, you actually got together at the town. Yes, and the town and then, got nuked. And then you then and then you, you guys were investigating separately. You got together. You guys got into a big argument, right? In Ramirez. the town. See, I, I guess I, I didn't get the memo near the town. You were, you were okay. you weren't actually right. in the town. You were near okay. it, like when right. when you happened to encounter each other and start okay. yelling at each other. I'm just trying to figure out if her her comment about her actually being in the town is is, mm-hmm. is newsworthy. It is not. Okay. And and this was okay. all in the like 15 minute run up to the the, the phone call in the nuke. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So so. Back, well, and okay. the two of you like passed each other before, but not really talked. And then, like you, you both kind of realized the other was important, and then right. you got into an argument outside of town. And some of this is still a little hazy because your memories aren't great. Okay, I get a twelve out of thirteen. Okay, there is definitely something about new diseases that's important to uh, Rosalind, which again is not astonishing given what she was doing or where she was. But that the idea of a new disease was that it has more emotional relevance to her than it does to the average human. Okay. That's it. Which, yeah, is not necessarily crazy. It all checks. Okay, Rosalind's turn. So what I'm wondering is, what did you find out about why there was a nuclear explosion? Okay. Or, well, or just, I don't know what you want, but here's my agenda. Well, I'd like, to, I'd like to know why, how you found out about this disease. Like, what is, how would you be tracking this? A civilian, when you know we have hospital records, we have data, we have uh, insurance information that we collect and collate. Um, you know, Medicare, Medicaid information, uh, well, being part of the government. How, how are how are my associate, Mr. Ramirez, is uh, keep keeps track on, yeah, of, of rumors and so forth, and and yeah, and I've I've got an interest in some of the old towns where there's been fracking, because I know that's a population that's at risk. Okay, and then once again, perception roll. I got a big old 15. Okay. There's no no new information then. Okay. I'm Joe, I'm debating. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we can edit some of this too. Yeah. I understand. I'm debating whether or not Charles would leak the information that the nuke was our guy's. I don't think that's a league. I, I think everyone agrees that that's almost certainly what happened. Well, there's a non-zero chance that while it's a, it was a nuclear-related attack, it could have been a super, right? I suppose, yeah. Well, hmm. So there, there's two levels to this. The first level is, I'm, you know, given what happened, I want to tell you that this, this was us and it won't happen again. And then the next level is, and we've done this twice before because the goo gets out once in a while. So the first one, I think he can totally give her because she she lived through it. Uh, the second one would be a big give, and he would have to get something big for that. Um, okay. So I say, well, it, I can tell you 
that the it was indeed a nuclear attack and it was our guys did it have something to do with the disease um yes and no at the time we didn't know it was legionnaire's disease clearly we felt and i say we meaning not me because i was there um <laughs> we we felt that it was not merely legionnaire's disease it was something much 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 worse and somebody got a little trigger happy and my understanding is the uh the people involved have been sacked the people who sacked them have been sacked <laughs> and the people who wrote about the sacking have themselves been sacked that there have been uh, sacks all the way down should not happen again so uh limited information in uncertain times can sometimes lead to unfortunate actions being taken and that appears to be what happened here so what does charles want next i don't know i mean obviously i want to know he wants to know her powers right so i guess what i would like to know is since we are going to be working together and i seem to attract problems wherever <laughs> i go um I like to know tactically what the people around me are capable of in the event of an emergency. I'm not really asking you to tell me your life story, as it were, um, but I guess I would like to know a little bit about what you can and can't do so that in the event of mishap, which always seems to happen to me, um, I can... Prepare an order of battle, as it were. Now, I will do my best to keep you out of any harm's way. But again, I. I... And this is a really uh, this is a really good approach for, uh, for for Rosalind. This this actually seems pretty reasonable. So I say, well, I think I told you before. I can heal myself. I can. I guess to what extent? I mean, what's the worst thing that's happened to you that you've bounced back from? Somebody dropped a nuclear bomb on me. They dropped a nuclear bomb on me. I was protecting you. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you for that. No problem. Let's not do it again. (laughs) You have my word. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I can heal myself. Mm -hmm. I can influence other people's health it's not fast it doesn't always work it doesn't always work exactly the way i expect it to perception roll okay oh here we go i got a nine out of 13 okay and then what is um what's what is uh rosalind's presence it is 18 okay um a little bit of the penny drops on uh, why Rosalind ch- chases bugs. She makes bugs. Or the, or maybe she cancels bugs. But she seems to feel some connection to this thing. Some sense of Ma- maybe it goes... responsibility. Okay. Are you a medical doctor? Nope. Master's biochemistry. Okay. UMass. Hmm. What do you think your organization will do in the event of another outbreak like this? Well... Um, first and foremost, we want to contain and protect, you know, we want to make sure that anything doesn't spread too far and therefore endanger people and to a lesser extent, uh, assets, um, towns, corporations. I think there's some alignment of our goals there. Um, and we need to understand it. You know, uh, like, I think like anything that the government has to interact with, whether it's, uh, you know, Chinese got a new nuclear weapon, Russians launched a new satellite, um, Germans are working on some new technology. Uh, we, we like to understand what everybody's up to, what's going on in the world in order to make it better and safer for Americans. 
And this is no different. This is obviously very, very different, but it's at least in the, in the same vein that that's what, that's what our organization does. And if we can recruit like-minded individuals, and he kind of does a little tip of his head to help out in this, we, we, we do our best, but I'm, I'm not going to take you in unless you want to be taken in. I, when, when, when he makes that first half of that statement, I, I look him in the eye and I kind of half nod. Right. Because that's on the table. If you would like to join our organization, the hand is extended. But, again, that's completely up to you. We're not, we're not some you know, comic book organization, supervillains that you know, grab people and for, you know, brainwash you and turn you into some weapon. And uh, He's kind of you know, doing weird things with his hands, like little quotey marks. And, you know. I appreciate the job offer, but I've got my own gig. Okay. But I think our interests align pretty well in a few places. Okay. Well, I like to hear that. And I am intrigued because I, I can envision scenarios in which we might need somebody who can heal more so than your average doctor. I was wondering if that's something we could call, call upon you for in, in the event of crisis. I'm not sure if I can heal the way that you're thinking of healing. If you came to me with a broken leg, I couldn't hmm. fix it. But if someone was infected with something? I could probably tell you what it was. Okay. So the two of you sit there and you kind of pause, right? Because you just, you just had this really satisfying conversation that went really well for both of you. Mm-hmm. And you sip your coffee. And here we world's go, greatest eco terrorist mug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and world's greatest eco terrorist handler. <laughs> little four little, ounce. Little thimble. <laughs> it's a dummy toss. And you're going to love this. There's a sudden inrush of air, and not all man appears. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. And he turns to, he looks, he's Charles, and he falls on his feet. And he, he doesn't look good. Right. But he, he looks less nuts than usual. Does that make sense? Like he's actually in touch with what's happening in front of you a little more. Charles is legitimately going through like the last 30 seconds of conversation, trying to figure out what the hell he said <laughs> to summon this douchebag. <laughs> and he says. And failing miserably. He says, oh, God, the mechanical Turk. Oh, thank God. You got to help me. I'm infected. And collapses. <laughs> and that's the cliffhanger for next time. Oh! Oh, shit. Because Charles, Charles is going to be like, you know, point to not all man. <laughs> point to Rosalind. <laughs> point to not all man. I don't think you've met. <laughs> May I introduce you? <laughs> Perhaps you would like to examine this. Poor bastard. <laughs> he's, he's covered in red tape and Cinnabon. <laughs> and we will pick up next time as I, as I, as I get a chance to. Um, I have an idea of what he's infected with, but I want to make sure it's a good plot. Oh, okay. Because I was going to kind of just say, hey, we'll look at what does he look like, blah, blah, blah. But I'll, I'll, I'll save it for next time. Yes. Yes, it will be great. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Hey, Michael here. Thank you for listening to the 15th episode of Get and Loser, We're Going Adventuring. In this episode, I learned how to play with the levels to even out the voice volume a bit. I think it went okay. We're playing Champion 6th Edition. Thanks, as always, to Brad Padre for our intro, outro, and interstitials. Thanks also to freesound.org for sounds and tabletop audio for background music. If you have a moment, please review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts. See you again soon. Yeah, no, it's it's fun doing something that operates in the real world because, of course, we all have, you know, deep intuitive knowledge about how the world functions. So there's yes. just a lot of richness and detail you can bring to it that's harder to bring to a swords and sorcery story. Yeah, yeah. I, I've generally found that to be the case with, I guess, any kind of modern RPG, mm-hmm. um, you know, even, you know, futuristic like Shadowrun type RPGs where there's right. there's kind of an understanding of the background yeah, I was thinking about that with like the airport story where so much of it is, you know, re- rests upon the fact that everybody's been in an airport. Right. 
Everybody knows what a Cinnabon is. Everyone knows what a porn scanner is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that we never even t- even said what it was, it was just the porn scanner. Yeah. I, I still I still have great hopes that, you know, maybe five years from now people will listen to this and be like, Steve who? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm excited about this. <laughs> I, I feel I feel we have yet more to learn from Steve Bannon. So so what you're saying is that your hope is that five years from now people will be like, Steve Bannon, he's the one in that podcast. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's what they'll know him from. Yes. It all started with Steve Bannon. So what is your what is your current setup uh, in terms of uh, equipment, Robin? Um, I've got a van. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me phrase that. What is Robin's current recording setup for the podcast? <laughs> no, no, because I realized that was not even kind of. Yeah. Um, I have a. Yeah, I'm in my office. I've got a Bluetooth headset. Okay. Makes sense. I think we're getting the echo that we're getting is actually uh, off the office walls. Whoa. A little bit. Yeah. All right. Which is fine. It, it, this is a known thing. I edit. I, I, I use Audacity to edit down. Uh, so, and you saw this in the other one. I didn't have time to do it fully, right? Mm-hmm. But you just you just edit down so that like when they're not talking, they don't, you, you don't get the response. All right. Anyway, that'd be deal. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Hello. I'm here. Excellent. Oh my god! So somebody, somebody the, needs to have a power where they can actually uh, have a, you know alter their van so it has like those awesome like seventies paintings on the side. <laughs> it's a different painting depending on their mood or what's going on. You know, unicorns and wizards and stuff. Wow, right. that's a super useful power. <laughs> It'll get you on Archer. Do you ever read those like like articles about what these people are doing? It's very impressive. Like I, well, I, what's I funny? Do, I, I, the only ones I read are the ones where people get burned, and right. just the complexity of the burn is staggering to me. It is because I'm like, you do realize that now that you've done this, now that you know how this works, you could just go get a job, right? You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like you could get a job in finance now, like because that's what they do. Yeah, Dark like, finance. Play with spreadsheets. Work with Ramirez. They, they play with spreadsheets and make things happen. You, and you if you, in, get, in your mind's eye... You can do this for a living. And if in your mind's eye you want to pretend like you're doing it in space... Sure. <laughs> you'd still get paid. That's true. Your, your goat will still float in that fashion. <laughs> wah, la la. I'm flying a spaceship. Wah, la la. We're at war. <laughs> la la. It's, it's post-apocalyptic. Mormon furries. Oh, there we go. That's a plot line. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> so many other good ideas out there. Don't go there. <laughs> oh, no. This, this is as good as it gets. Oh, oh, oh. oh dear. Joe's checking out. Two, oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I only wish I'd thought of it first. That's right. It's just jealousy. (laughs) Jealousy talking. Hey. Hey, jealousy. I'm sorry. Wrong character. No problem. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad we could give you a break from Pandora. (laughs) I'm just... I'm relaxing. I'm not tense. I'm not on edge. I'm I'm not not trying to find things. Which did put you in the right frame of mind for the character, however. Because she is frantic by nature. Yes. Whew. That was, that was, not that, not that naughty was, by nature. That's one of her songs. Songs. That's right. She's down with uh, yes, other people's powers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> I love that one. That was solid. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that one out. Fine, just share it, Joe. One share more. it. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's just the best. Dude, are you sure that doesn't belong to Jim? Uh, it might. <laughs> well, the only way it would belong to Jim is if it was actually a scene from the Dazzler comic in yes. which Dazzler beats Rogue in a yes. comic. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's the only way. Wow, that is amazing! Like that is that is old school seventies Dazzler right there. That is before I even got into the comics. 
<laughs> with the roller skates. Yeah, the the, the diamond roller skates or whatever the hell <sighs> it is, like a mirror ball. Mirror ball roller skates. Yep. yep. Man, that I would unironically love that. <laughs> Just because it's so itself, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's so gratuitous it's just right (laughs) (laughs) okay good talk